Welcome back to Speaking Out America. JR with you. Website, speakingoutamerica.com. Look for the podcast. Uh, also for articles as well, plus information to uh, key stories of the day. Uh, speakingoutamerica.com. Thank you so much. We're listening to Roger Waters give a portion of his speech to the UN on Wednesday, in which he is basically calling for peace. Calling for peace. Do we just keep sending weapons? Uh, Germany agreed today that they would start uh, sending uh, airplanes, jets, which is what Zelensky wants. Zelensky was in Europe over uh, last week meeting with Macron from France and actually trying to embarrass uh, Germans into hurrying up their support. And, of course, you know, our own president has pledged to spend a couple more billion dollars sending them more tanks and weaponry and hopefully some food and some other things. But... You know, there have been two or three reports now uh, saying that we're all blindly walking into World War III. So there is legitimate concern of where this thing is going to end. And I think more and more people are starting to realize that, you know, if Putin does end up getting his back up against the wall and this really is about regime change, and that is what our goal is, if that is America's goal, then, you know, we're dealing with a man who, you know, there's an old expression, never never uh, pick a fight with somebody who has nothing to lose. Uh, and you can be pro-Ukrainian, you can be, I'm not pro-Russian, but I am pro-peace. And I wouldn't give Putin more than I think he deserves. But, you know, from the very beginning, there has been the legitimate claim that people in the eastern region and the Donbass region are traditionally more Russian than they are Ukrainian. Same is also true for Crimea. There was a great article, I believe it was in Zero Hedge, by a man who knows the history of the Slavic republics going back thousands of years, not just hundreds. And he illustrates that the area of Ukraine has long been an area of great dispute. It's a thoroughfare between the Mesopotamian, the Eastern Asian, Chinese. I mean, it, it, it lies right at the pivotal entrance of the southeast region of Europe. Uh, in order to get to Europe, you have to go through Ukraine, or you can go the other way and, and sail along the Mediterranean and go through the Asians. Uh, but it's an e- easier path if you're coming up from Asia, or for that matter, if you're crossing from Africa into what was then Mesopotamia, and then up through... Uh, around the uh, the eastern southern rim of Asia is Ukraine. So it's long been an area where there have been racial conflicts. This is not the first. And there, there's your brief little history lesson. And, but we need to be educated about these things. And I, I think that's what Roger is trying to make a point of. It's not a matter of left versus right. or It's a matter of understanding what the situation is in this area. And Americans are involved in it, whether we like it or not, because we're the ones that are funding a majority of the weapons that are being used in this conflict. Just like we've been supplying most of the weapons in Yemen. And there's still a conflict there. Now, I I believe that we should be supporting whoever is against Iran. I think it's the Houthis, but, but I don't even know. I'm not educated enough to know. 
uh, and partly is because I don't read about it very much. It's not written about. And most of what we hear about the Ukraine war is what Russia is doing, but we don't hear about what's happening in Ukraine. Now, I did catch wind that Zelensky has decided to shut down churches because he was worried about dissent being sown in the churches by priests who want peace, and he can't have that. He has to have every citizen in Ukraine wanting to fight Russia to the end. And you, and Zelensky's running around dealing with all the different country leaders. You got to help me. You got to help me. You got to give me weapons. You need to give me resources. We can fight. We can beat this guy. So to what end? We don't know. But what about the alternative of peace? How can we end the bloodshed so that we can re- rebuild? And I think that's what Roger Waters is trying to say. So let's listen to more of Roger from Pink Floyd as he addresses the U.N. To help us, you may have to consider our predicament, and to do so, you may have to take your eye off the ball for a moment, to put your own goals momentarily to one side. What are your goals, by the way? And here maybe I direct my inquiries more to the five permanent members of this council. What are your goals? What is the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? Bigger profits for war industries, more power globally, a bigger share of the global cake. Is Mother Earth a cake to be gobbled up? Does not a bigger share of the cake mean less for everyone else? What if today, in this place of safety, we were to look in another direction, to look at our capacity for empathy, for instance, to put ourselves in others' shoes, like right now, for instance, the shoes of that chap on the other side of this room, or even the shoes of the voiceless majority, if they have any shoes, that is. The voiceless majority is concerned that your wars, yes, your wars, for these perpetual wars are not of our choosing, that your wars will destroy the planet that is our home. And along with every other living thing, we will be sacrificed on the altar of two things. Profits from the war to line the pockets of the very, very few. And the hegemonic march of some empire or other towards unipolar world domination. Please reassure us that that is not your vision, for there is no good outcome down that road. That road leads only to disaster. Everyone on that road has a red button in their briefcase. And the further we go down that road, the closer the itchy fingers get to that red button. So, back to Ukraine. The invasion of Ukraine by the Russian Federation was illegal. I condemn it in the strongest possible terms. Also, The Russian invasion of Ukraine was not unprovoked. So I also condemn the provocateurs in the strongest possible terms. And we know who they are, too. We know. We know, but we don't say it in public. We're not allowed to. But maybe when we come back, we'll let Roger say it for us. 
You're listening to Speaking Out America with JR. And don't forget to check out our website as well, which is speakingoutamerica.com. I wonder, it's, I know how I feel about listening to Roger because I'm such a huge fan, but you, you have to wonder what other people in that chamber must have thought of Roger Waters coming and telling him because probably most of those people are under the age of 40 and they may not have any sense of the history of Roger Waters and his contribution to the music industry and certainly his overwhelming global fan base because I would say, what, he's 8 million, 10 million followers? So he could affect change and he can certainly have an impact on public opinion. And that's what these guys in the UN, that's what all political leaders are afraid of. They're afraid of public opinion. That's why they, they try to silence people. And if you haven't figured that out yet, that's exactly why they try to silence. Because they're afraid that ideas are like the Wuhan virus. They become contagious. And the effective antidote to a good idea is to keep it silent. It's the oldest trick in the book. You don't want people thinking thoughts that might lead them to conclusions different from the ones that you present. And in this case, what our leaders are telling us is that we have to push back against Russia. What they're not telling us is that they, what, what they really want is a regime change. They want somebody they can control or influence, and they can't do that with Putin. When I wrote this speech yesterday, I included an observation that the power of veto in this council only lay in the hands of its permanent members, and that I was concerned that that was undemocratic, and rendered this council somewhat toothless. This morning, however, I had a revelation upon waking. Toothless. Maybe toothless, in some ways, is a good thing. If, I, if this is a toothless chamber, I can open my big mouth on behalf of the voiceless without fear of getting my head bitten off. That's Roger Waters. We're on Speaking Out America, JR. And this is a speech that the former uh, bassist for Pink Floyd uh, and also chief lyricist, he uh, was allowed to give 15 minutes of a presentation uh, that involved him scolding the United Nations for allowing this war to get out of hand. And it's, uh, it's an interesting listen because, you know, again, think about this. Here's a man who has a lot of prestige. He's everybody that's, well, probably mostly everybody in that U.N. council grew up smoking pot, listening to Pink Floyd, uh, teach him the ropes of life. And now here they are in their fine tailored suits sitting at the prestigious U.N. Security Council meeting. And what are they talking about? Ways to increase the war efforts in Asia to the tune of several billion dollars of U.S. taxpayer money. I read in the paper this morning some anonymous diplomat quoted as saying, Roger Waters, to address this security council? Whatever next? Mr. Bean? Ha, ha, ha. You know what they're like. Anyway, sorry. For those of you who don't know, Mr. Bean is an ineffectual character in an English comedy show on television. So it's a penny to a pound 
the anonymous diplomat is an Englishman. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Anyway, I think it's time to introduce my mother, Mary Duncan Waters. She was a big influence on me. She was a school teacher. I say was, she's been dead for 15 years. My father, Eric Fletcher Waters, was a big influence on me too. He too is dead. He was killed on the 18th of February, 1944, near Aprilia, near the Anzio Bridgehead in Italy. I was only five months old. So I know something about war and loss. Anyway, back to my mum. When I was about 13, I was struggling with some naughty adolescent problem or other, trying to decide what to do. It doesn't matter what it was. I can't remember anyway, but my mum sat me down and said, now listen, you're going to be faced with many naughty problems during your life, Roger. And when you are, here's my advice. Read, read, read. Find out everything you can about whatever it is. Look at it from all sides, all angles. Listen to all opinions, especially ones you don't agree with, you don't agree with. Research it thoroughly. And when you've done that, you will have done all the heavy lifting. And the next bit is easy. Is it? Okay, Mum. Well, what's the easy bit? Oh, the easy bit is... You just do the right thing. So speaking of doing the right thing brings me to human rights. We the people want universal human rights for all our brothers and sisters all over the world, irrespective of their ethnicity, religion or nationality. To be clear, that would include, but would not be limited to, the right to life and property under the law. For instance, well, for instance, for Ukrainians. And, for instance, Palestinians. Let that sink in. And obviously, for all the rest of us as well, one of the problems with wars is that in a war zone or anywhere where the people live under military occupation, there is no recourse to the law. There are no human rights. Today, our brief is the possibility of peace in the Ukraine, with special reference to the arming of the Kiev regime by third parties. I'm running out of time, so what do the voiceless millions have to say? They say, thank you for hearing us today. We are many who do not share in the profits of the war industry. We do not willingly raise our sons and daughters to provide fodder for your cannons. In our opinion, the only sensible course of action today is to call for an immediate ceasefire in Ukraine. No ifs, no buts, no ands. Not one more Ukrainian or Russian life is to be spent. Not one. They are all precious in our eyes. So the time has come to speak truth to power. You all remember the story of the Emperor's new clothes. Of course you do. Well, the leaders of your respective empires stand, in one degree or another, naked before us. We have a message for them. It is a message from all the refugees in all the camps, a message from all the slums and favelas, a message from all the homeless on all the cold streets, 
from all the earthquakes and floods on Earth. It is also a message from all the people, not quite starving, but wondering how on Earth to make the pittance they earn meet the cost of a roof over their head and food for their families. My mother country, England, is, thank God, an empire no more. But in that country now, there is a new catchphrase, eat or heat. You can't do both. It's a cry echoing around the whole of Europe. Apparently, the only thing the powers that be think we can all afford is perpetual war. How crazy is that? It's Roger Waters <clears throat> delivering his speech to the UN General Council uh, earlier this week. And, uh, you know, for those who are drive-by, maybe you just caught the first part or the last part. But, look, uh, you can think what you want about the Ukraine war and whose side you're on. And I think we all agree that uh, Russia is the bad actor in this theater, in this in this play, in this performance. But it, it goes, uh, it, it's equally important to find a resolution and not just be led by the the profit motive, which we see so often. And I've said from the very beginning that Biden was running around telling everybody this war was imminent. Well, why was it an imminent? And, and again, follow the money. You always follow the money. And, uh, and, and, and I agree that Trump, this war never would have happened. I mean, it was just so stupid from the, from the onset. We cut out our water uh, oil supply. We force Europe to be dependent on Russia for energy because we're not selling as much anymore, not producing as much. That fuels Putin. Then they turn around and want to bring in Ukraine into NATO, which would eventually allow us, uh, NATO countries, to put up military installations along the Russian border. And that is a direct violation of the very treaty that allowed NATO to exist in the first place. That much I know. And you've got a, a, a group of people who are all led by this ideology that has existed in our government since the beginning of the 20th century. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't agree with everything Roger says. You know, we, you know, we're going to find disagreement, but it sure is nice to hear somebody speak truthfully about the way he feels and he does represent a lot of people man all those people that are starving to death and living on the streets of san francisco and new york and the crime and everything all the money and resources that we're spending to help ukraine fight off why not encourage them to to meet with the russians and figure out a way to resolve this and stop the bloodshed and stop sending more and more weapons because all it's going to do is continue to escalate that's all it's going to do. It's just gonna. It's it could go on for a year, another year, two years, possibly. So anyway, hey, I want to mention, man, what a great game! Oh, the Super Bowl was fantastic. Just a nail biter until the very end, and both the quarterbacks just phenomenal. I, I don't even know where to begin except to say that it was not the outcome I expected. Uh, uh, and I well, I ju I'll just say that I think Mahomes made up for last year. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see. But then again, Philadelphia, uh, they had some surprises. So anyway, it was a great game, a little late in the night, but I enjoyed it, and I hope that you did too. And I love sports because that's when everybody gets together 
and they put politics aside except for the Super Bowl halftime show. And they, uh, they, they are united as Americans loving just a, a great all-around sport. I, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, and anyway, so our website, if you want to follow us, is uh, speakingoutamerica.com. Speakingoutamerica.com. I'm your host, JR. I post articles there uh, at least two or three a week, things I think are relevant and important to the national discussion. And I appreciate being here on the CRN uh, Talk Network as well. And you can join me each and every day at this time. And until we meet again, uh, we appreciate you stopping by for Speaking Out America with JR. Until next time, have a great day.